When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grosser Show. Are you optimistic tonight if you're a Met fan that they're actually going to find a way to get up off the Met and Wrigley Field? I'm not. you got to find a way to win a game. You're giving the ball to a guy you don't have a hell of a lot of confidence in, in Carlos Carrasco. You can't because if you have designs on going to the postseason and being a good team and not falling too far out of the mix in the National League East, you know, when you play a team like Chicago Cubs, who are a sub-500 team, who were scuffling coming into the series, you know, you don't want to go in and get swept in their ballpark. So I don't think you're in a situation now, if you're the Mets, where any team is considered a given. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. We speak nothing but the truth on this program. That's a fact. Dan Grasso Show, hour number two, even though it's not a full hour. It's only a half an hour. We're taking it right up until 8.30. Game five, Heat, Celtics from Boston. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Um... If you didn't see it, I'm sure you could catch it a little bit later on, and you can probably find it online. It'll be uh, the viral clip of the day. But Aaron Boone just got ejected from the game in the Bronx. Another short stay for the Yankee skipper. Doesn't even make it out of the third inning. Uh, so this is the second time in what? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? What? Second time in five days that Boone gets ejected in the first few winnings of a game. Imagine if these – I wonder – seriously, I wonder if these managers – if they got paid per inning, if they would get ejected as frequently as some of them do, right? Because, I mean, if, like, if you only – imagine if he gets paid per inning. If he doesn't get, like, the full game, his full game check unless he completes all nine innings in the dugout tonight. If he gets ejected in the third, maybe he's going to think twice about going out there and arguing about balls and strikes or whatever it was. But you're probably not going to be seeing Boone in the Yankee dugout for a little while only because while he and, – and this was maybe as heated as I've seen Boone, as a matter of fact – like, one of the umpires had to, like, physically almost, like, put him in a hug to restrain him. And he got a little bit too close to the home plate umpire. And not that he spit on him, but there was certainly some liquid that came from Aaron's mouth that was then projected onto the face of the home plate umpire because then you could read the home plate umpire's lips and said, you spit on my face. That is going to draw a suspension. That's going to draw a letter, a fine, the whole nine yards from the commissioner's office. So, I mean, Boone can appeal it all the hell he wants. I mean, it's right there as plain as day on film. I don't see how he's going to win that appeal. I really hate your face. <laughs> that, that's exactly – I don't know if he said that, though. Imagine if he said, I really hate your face, and then he spit on him. I mean, that's I hate a no, no. people. I hate them. I hate you, them. You can't do that. You can't do that. But, um, yeah, not good for the Yankee manager. Nevertheless, it's a scoreless game going to the fourth inning. Mets 1-1 going bottom two at Wrigley. Uh, did some Jets in that first hour as well. I said we'd do some Giants, and, and, and the takeaway here with the Giants is they get ready because they had OTAs today. The media was there. The takeaway from them is, you, you know, what about Saquon Barkley? Mr. Franchise Tag, who's staying away from the voluntary workouts, and they are voluntary. He's even excused from mandatory minicamp if that thing isn't signed yet because he hasn't signed it. 
So he can even stay away from that if that is the case here, as they still try to work out, you know, different numbers and try to get something done with a guy who I know that Daniel Jones got a lot of money, but Saquon Barkley is the most important player on this offense. The giant offense goes as he goes. Now, that's not maybe something you want to hear, given the fact you invested all that money in Daniel Jones, but I think that that is indeed reality. Here was Brian Dayball, the head coach of the New York football Giants today, asked about his running back's whereabouts, and he really didn't want to offer up too much. Respect the question. I'm not going to get into any any talks about contracts, what could happen, what could not happen. Um, out of respect to, to this situation. He's expected here for the mini camp, though, right? Yeah, I'm not going to get into to any discussions about that. But again, he's excused. He's excused from the mini camp, and you can't find him or anything like that if he doesn't sign the franchise tag. He's technically not a member of the team. They, they could slap it on him all they want, but if he doesn't sign it, it it's no good. It's not a legal document. I'm going to start incorporating that into the show, by the way, guys. Like, when, when somebody asks something and I don't want to answer it, I'm just going to say I respect the question. Because, like, that's become, like, a big thing now with press conferences. They just, like, they don't want to give an answer. They say, you know, I respect the question. I'm going to, I'm going to start using that more. I feel that maybe that's something we can throw into the arsenal there. I, I like that. I respect gummy bears. I do respect gummy bears. And then I could start respecting questions, gummy bears, the whole nine yards. I think that's great. Um, big, big acquisition for the Giants in more ways than one was Darren Waller, of course, who I think, and I've been saying it all offseason since the trade was made, and I'm going to continue saying it right up until week one. I might even still say it till week seven. Darren Waller is going to be Daniel Jones' favorite target this year. I think he's going to be his security blanket. I think that if Waller could stay on the field, and of course that's a big if with anybody, Waller stays on the field, he's going to have a huge season. I think he's tailor-made for this offense. I think he's tailor-made for this quarterback. Here was Daniel Jones, he the $160 million man, on the addition of his new former Pro Bowl tight end. Darren's been great. Um, You know, I think as soon as you walk on the field, you can see, you know, he's a a big guy. He can run. He can run every route, um, catches the ball really well, great body control. So um, he's been been really fun to work with, really smart guy. You hear about most guys, you see them in the program, and they're listed at – 6'6", you know, and they're really like 6'4", 6'5", but he's like a true 6'6". He's a true, you know, 250, 260 and can fly, can run, can run all the routes. He's just an impressive athlete. And, yeah, he's just been locked in. You can tell it's important to him. He's, he's uh, you know, put a lot of effort into learning the stuff and getting caught up. And, uh, yeah, it's been fun working with him. Problem with Waller is, last two years he's only played 20 games, which is part of the reason why the Raiders decided to part ways with him. You know, you, you got to be available. You got to be on the field. You got to play. Speaking of available and speaking of the Raiders, did you guys see this? Maybe the Jets, not not maybe, because ultimately they ended up with their, their top prize, the guy that they had their eyes set on the whole time. But remember all those names, all those quarterbacks that we were throwing around during the offseason about who could the Jets get, who's the quarterback going to be. And remember that Jimmy Garoppolo name, right? Remember everybody thought that all roads were going to lead to him because of the knowledge of that offense that they were running under LaFleur and blah, blah, blah. Did you see Jimmy Garoppolo had to have a foot procedure done back in March? And now they're saying he's probably not going to be ready for the start of training camp. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if that's who the Jets ended up as their so-called quarterback to be this year and he'd already gone under the knife 
and there was no guarantee he was going to be ready for the start of the season, like this radio station would be losing their collective minds on a daily basis if that was the case. Oh, like I said, maybe all things are smiling Jets right now. All things are coming up Jets for 2023. Let's hope it's a good omen here at 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. So we got a game tonight, a game five with the Heat and the Celtics. And I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. You know, do I think that the Heat are going to come all the way back and win this series? No, I'm not going that far. Like, there's some people that are, you know, speculating right now that, you know, the Heat are in a better situation down 3-1, or excuse me, the Celtics are in a better situation down 3-1 than the Heat are in up 3-1. Because Boston's going to have potentially two of the next three games in their building. I, I mean, look. Simple math. I'd much rather need to win just one game as opposed to needing to win three games, right? They still got a long way to go. And that's why I said earlier in the show, I'm not going to sit here and go as far as to say that momentum is 100% swung in Boston's direction. If the Celtics win tonight's game and they win it convincingly, then tomorrow we can have a conversation about that. I'm sure we will have a conversation about that. And if you didn't hear, Gabe Vincent's not playing tonight for Miami. I mean, that's 17, 18 points right out the window. Others are going to have to step up. Maybe that's more time for Kyle Lowry, who we know has had big moments in these playoffs. But, you know, is Kyle Lowry in a situation to where if he's going to have to play, let's say, even five to ten minutes more than he usually does, is he going to look like LeBron James did in the second half of the Lakers' ouster a couple of nights ago? You know, these old guys, it catches up with them. But, I mean... Miami is a eight-point underdog tonight. Spolster today at the morning shoot-around was out there saying, you know, I don't give a bleep about us being underdogs. We embrace that situation. Look, and if any team can actually fight back from that, they can. I think that's a given, but I think I think the Celtics are going to win tonight. You know, call me crazy. I think the Celtics are going to win tonight. I- I- I'm at least buying it for tonight. And then we get this thing back down to Miami for what? That would be Saturday. Game number six, and then all bets are off. See what happens. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Remember, we're taking it right until the bottom of the hour, then we'll send you to Boston for that game five between the Celtics and the Heat. Last night on the show, a lot of the final hour that we did was on the Carmelo Anthony talk, his retirement, and then we morphed into should he or shouldn't he have his number retired by the Knicks. And that kind of took on a life of its own, and really even after the show, because I got a lot of messages, a lot of tweets from people that, you know, were really passionate about it one way or the other. We'll talk about that a little bit to close out the show here. I want to hear from you at 800-919-3776. Grasha Show till the bottom, right here on 9870 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Remember, we're taking it to the bottom of the hour. Then you got Celtics and the Heat, game number five from Boston. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 7 for a full show. Full three hours to send you into the holiday weekend. And then we'll do our Saturday morning show. So a couple of more days of full grass of treatment for you right here on 98.7. So the Carmelo stuff, and I, look, I enjoyed the conversation last night. I did because... You know, he still is, even all these years later, and he hasn't suited up for the Knicks in how many years? He's still one of the more, I would say, polarizing athletes in this city in the last 25 years, right? And, and there's some people that feel very strongly about him, and there's some people that could, you know, kind of take it or leave it. But now that his career is over, you talk about, okay, what's next? You know, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame, right? He's a, you know, top 10 scorer in the history of the NBA, but... How are the Knicks going to pay tribute? Knicks going to retire the number? Because that's always the next thing, right? The great player. You want to look up to the Raptors and see that number seven up there if you're the Knicks. And, you know, my thing with Carmelo is, you know, he was here for six and a half years or whatever it was, made the all-star team every year, won a scoring title, was all NBA a couple of times. He was a good Nick. Did a lot of really, really good things. But there were a lot of other guys maybe in the history of the franchise that did a lot of good things. Maybe were on teams that won more than Carmelo's Knicks teams did, but they don't have their numbers retired. Like you look at guys like Starks and Oakley and so on and so forth. You know, but John Starks, I I get he was part of those iconic teams in the 90s and went to the finals and this and that, but, you know, John Starks made one all-star team. John Starks wasn't as good a player as Carmelo Anthony was. Charles Oakley, right? I mean, he just, he, he fit that mold of that team, but... He wasn't as good a player as Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony was all NBA on a couple of occasions, right? I think that counts for something. And as I said again last night, any conversation about Melo and retiring that jersey, you table that and address the Bernard King one first. Because 30 deserves to be up there too if you're putting Carmelo's. 
right? I know that it was maybe too fleeting a time, three years really, that he was healthy as a Nick. But as I said, and if you weren't around for it, Bernard King was All-NBA first team for two of those three years. All-NBA first team. He's one of the top five players in the league. He was that good for those couple of years as a Nick. Max in the Bronx, up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Max, how we doing? Hey, Dan, you're great. I never call a radio show. I had to call you. Max, if, if thank you. you. If, if you're going to put, retire the numbers that's up there now and not put Carmelo, that's blasphemous. I'd rather have Carmelo than the, 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 the players that you have that you retired their numbers. Now, maybe maybe Ewan, he didn't win anything, but okay, give me Ewan and maybe give me Frazier. Carmelo's better than the rest of them, and, his, and if you stack his numbers up against any of them, I'd say he'd come out on top. I don't know how you could not retire this man's number. Well, because those guys, mm-hmm. a lot of, I mean, you know, Earl Monroe and DeBusher and Bradley, I mean, some of those, those guys are in the Hall of Fame, but different Carmelo's era, Max. in the Hall of Fame. What's that? Carmelo's going to be in no, the I Hall know, of Fame. No, I just know, but you brought up some of those players. Because Ewing hasn't won anything. Well, but Ewing is, I mean, Ewing is an icon. The, but, but the thing is, those, a lot of those guys who are up there now, they were members of iconic championship teams, right? That's why that their numbers get retired. I mean, look at the Yankees. I mean, Paul, the Paul O'Neills, the Posadas. Yeah, is, is Tino Martinez is retired? Like, I mean, those guys were part of championship teams, but to me, those guys didn't have, deserve to have their numbers retired. I mean, it, it, sometimes it's overkill. But you got to retire Carmelo's number. He, he's probably the besides you and maybe Frazier. This guy's the best Nick of all time. Who's better? Who's better than this guy? Come on, who's better? Maybe like King I said, for the two years. Well, like I said, maybe? Bernard King, pretty damn good. People sleep on that. Okay, Bernard yes, King was epic, epic for those two years. You think about the playoff run in '84, where they took that Celtics team to seven games in the second round. The guy averaged what, like thirty-five points a game. He was outstanding. Look, Max. A lot of people, believe it or not, more than I thought, were hitting me up with messages saying you can't retire Melo's number. That would make a joke of number retirements and all those things. And I disagree. Max, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think eventually it will get done. But retiring numbers, it's an arbitrary process. You know, there's no set criteria. It's up to each organization to decide who they want to retire. That's it. And it's really more for the fans than anything else. You know, I brought it up last night, like last summer. The Mets retired Willie Mays' number. Willie Mays really deserved to have his number retired by the Mets? He was at the end of the rope when he came here. He was a shell of the player he used to be. But, you know, Mets thought it would be cool, and, and you know, to have number 24 up on, you know, wherever they hang the numbers now at City Field and say, oh, Willie Mays, he wore our uniform. Okay, great. Did that really have to happen? No. You know, Wade Boggs, like I brought up, Wade Boggs has his number retired by the Tampa Bay Rays, huh? Because Wade Boggs was one of, you know, the most well-known, celebrated players that the Devil Rays had in their franchise history those first couple of years. Okay, great. But you got to retire the number? That's, you know, like I said, it's an arbitrary process. And some fans or some organizations, depending on who they are, they'll do it just to guarantee a sellout. Because they know it'll bring a big crowd to whatever arena, ballpark, 
whenever they announce it's so-and-so number retirement day. They're going to pack the house for it. I have a feeling this topic isn't going away anytime soon, and it probably isn't. Anyway, we have to go away, though, because the Celtics and Heat are getting ready to tip off in Boston. They're, like, waiting for us to end the show so they can finally start the game. So I apologize for keeping them. Thanks to Joe. Thanks to Harvey. Remember, we're going to be with you tomorrow, 7 p.m., full show right after TMKS. Enjoy the hoops, everybody. Dan Gross is saying so long on 98.7 ESPN. You spit on my face. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.